Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the 21 News Podcast. I'm Managing Editor Justin Mitchell. Last night in Warren, hundreds of people turned out to demonstrate against issues such as racism and police brutality. It was the latest in a series of similar rallies around the valley and the country since the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis while in police custody. With me today is the organizer of the Warren Rally, Ty Powell. Ty, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. So, so Ty, first of all, I, I'd like to just have you tell me a little more about yourself. You know, what, what, what's your story? What inspired you to get involved? Well, I am born and raised from Warren, Ohio, and I got inspired because as an African woman myself and also a mother of a black son, seeing everything that's on the news right now inspired me to want to go out and invoke change in my community. When was the first time... You, uh, what, what was the first incident? Because this is, you know, obviously not anywhere near the first time we've seen these types of incidents happen. So, what was the first time you remember being inspired to think you have to take action? Was it the Floyd case, or was there something you saw growing up in in the news? Exactly. Um, well, when I was younger in Warren, we lost someone named Tamar Walker, a man due to police brutality, and that was when I was about 11 or 12 years old. So after just witnessing how it affected my city, it wanted, it sparked something inside of me, but I doubted myself with my age and everything. But this time around, I just went for it. Now, what was involved in planning this? I mean, this was a massive gathering. About how many people showed up? Uh, there were several hundred, right? Yes, sir. Um, I heard an estimate of about a thousand to fifteen hundred people, and this was all of word of mouth as well as Facebook, um, where it was initially posted. So, how did you manage to pull it off successfully? I mean, obviously, we've seen some demonstrations that turn into clashes with police, or people you show up that are looking to be more disruptive as opposed to a peaceful march, which which you were adamant from the beginning, yours was to be a peaceful march. Um, and in fact, you guys even had the Warren police chief and the Trumbull County Sheriff marching in solidarity with you. So tell me about that experience. So it was just the fact of the matter that I let it be known, as you said, from the beginning that this was going to be peaceful and before we started, I introduced myself and I also wrote a speech stating that we will be peaceful. We will not destroy our own city. We worked too hard to build our city. And towards the end, we had a few speakers speak some words of wisdom and we closed out with a prayer. So I feel like that set the mood for everyone to know that, okay, she's serious. She wants this to be as peaceful as possible. So that's why it was, it was nice for, you know, us to have our pastors come in and pray for us and everything because they really anointed the people tonight or like last night. I apologize. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm seeing now, just, you know, having covered news for a long time and, and, and knowing what the news cycle uh, tends to be like uh, around any sort of a major event I, I see people speaking out now that I haven't necessarily seen speak out before. I'm seeing, you know, I mean, I'm seeing statements from companies, people, you know, politicians who haven't really addressed this before that are that are now speaking out. What is your sense of how we as a nation 
got to this point, and what is it you think people still need to understand? Um, I think we got to this point with people actually knowing their laws and exercising their First Amendment rights and just knowing that you do have a voice and you don't have to be afraid to speak up. And I feel like a lot of companies are being pressured by that because with places like Twitter, to where you can be very, very and extremely vocal and even decrease the money that these companies are getting because, for example, like Wendy's, with Wendy's supporting a certain political party, they took a hit off of that because people know how to band together and stand firm to what they are, um, what they believe in. So I feel now that it has inspired a lot of people to want to not only be vocal on social media, but be vocal in their own community. In terms of relations between communities and police, and even even relations between the races, where do you feel we are now? Where do you feel we've been? Um, and, and do you think that things are at a, at a tipping point? Are things improving now? I actually feel like as far as my community that it was just the beginning. You know, this was a baby step. Last night was just a baby step to forever. I feel like in order for us to really see a change happening in Warren City, we have to continue to keep this type of behavior and keep this type of unity up to be an example and lead by an example for the younger generation to set a foundation for them. Do you feel that this moment in history is different from moments in the past, past movements, past efforts towards social change? And, and if so, what, what makes this moment different? Yes, and I, I say that going back to social media again, you know, we know our rights now and we are choosing to exercise them. And we're using platforms like social media to break out of our comfort zones and want to be heard, not even just in the community that you live in, but even go viral and reach other countries and communities. So now you mentioned last night as, and I, and I love this phrase, you said it was a baby step towards forever. What needs to happen next? What, it, what is forever? As, as you mentioned, your, your son, when your son grows up, um, what needs to happen for, for him to be in a, in a safer world? What needs to happen is everyone needs to accept that America was and will always be a melting pot. You will always be next to a different ethnic group, next to a different religious group. And if we can show the younger generation that it's okay to be different, it's okay to have a different sexual orientation, it's okay to have a different mindset, but still knowing how to look at the perspective of someone else and respect it and take that and use it as knowledge rather than discouraging them. I think that will lead to our forever. If we instill in them and plant that in their minds that it's okay to agree with someone that you may have not agreed with before, it's okay to, you know, reach out to everyone and let everyone know that, hey, we're a community, we're united, and we should stay united. Like I said, that goes back into building a foundation. 
So, Ty, what's your overall message then? Um, not just not just to to the youth now, um, or or just even looking to the future, but last night's a baby step. So, if you can speak to political leaders, if you can speak to the educational establishment, what's your message to them? Help us, guide us, enlighten us. Um, with you being our elders, it's up to you to take your knowledge that you've learned and pass it on to us so that we can be prominent too and we can take your information and add it with ours and pass it down to the younger generation so that they can carry on what is called a legacy. Ty, is there anything else you'd like to add? I am so proud of Warren. Thank you all so much for showing that we are one strong. We can come together and be supportive of one another. And I just want to say my city made all of us proud. And I think I speak for everyone when I say that. Well, I thank you very much for your time. I I imagine we will hear from you a lot in the future. And thank you very much. Thank you so much.